Over three videos, I'm going to give you a songwriting crash course by writing a song from scratch, explaining my exact songwriting process in a way that you can implement yourself. Because we want to make songwriting easier. We want to do it both well and often. So the techniques and frameworks that I'm going to show you in this three-part crash course will get you well on your way to becoming a songwriter. So let's get into it. I'm always starting my songs with some sort of inspiration. So for me, that usually comes in the shower, might come when I'm driving, might come after an artist has finished in the studio and I'm still kind of feeling creative. So I'll always jot that down in my phone as a little phone memo. Then when I come to songwrite, I can just pull up that inspiration and start working on it. So this is one that I've labeled pop melody. Uh, I feel like this is a little bit sad, kind of maybe James Arthur sort of style. So let's first just have a listen to this inspiration and then we'll try and nut it out and get it recorded. I don't want to be the cause of your anguish. I don't want to be the root of your problems. It's like I'm holding you down. It's like I'm feeling dumb. So for now, all I'm listening to is the melody. I don't care about the lyrics. I don't know what I'm saying. That's just, we might use that later when we get to lyrics. But for now, we just want to kind of extract that melody and start writing from that. So let's have a, see if we can figure out what key I'm doing that in. G. G, it sounded pretty close then. Uh, what BPM is that? I'll just tap that out. 74. So let's punch that in. 74, we're in the key of G. So now I want to get it from my phone into my recording software because that's where I find it's easiest to flesh out a song idea. I use Cubase and you can use whatever you want. I highly, I couldn't recommend Cubase anymore for songwriting. I think it's absolutely amazing. I've got links below if you want to grab your copy of Cubase to make this easier for you. So go to click track. Uh, I'm going to hit a G chord. So at this point, I'm not worrying about lyrics, I'm not worrying about rhythm, I'm not worrying about chords. All I'm trying to get out is the melody. We're going to write this whole song around this melody that I was inspired by. So I'll just give myself a chord as a reference I sing in key. Other than that, we're just going to grab the melody. Two, three, four. La di da di da di da di na na, la di da di da di na da di na na, dun da 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 da, bum ba di da di da da. That is it. So we've got that in time. Pull this in. So to me, that kind of sounds like a chorus. But we'll see what other melodies we can come up with, and we can kind of fit that in. So next thing I want to do is kind of chuck a rhythm on this. I want to give it some sort of movement. So the goal here, very the very first thing we're doing is just coming up with a theme for our song. What does our song feel like? And if we can kind of come up with that, um, you can call it a, a vibe, a feel, a theme. If we can kind of get that early, then the rest of our song can flow from that. So we're writing to a brief really, really early. We grab an inspiration, we create a theme, and then everything kind of fits to that theme. So for me, this kind of sounds like a, not aggressive, but maybe desperate, a little bit of a, like he's really questioning sort of feel. So that's that's why I kind of think James R3 when I heard it. Kind of slow, 74. So let's just see what sort of beats we can put on this to give it a bit of feel. So again, once we get to actually like fleshing this out in the studio or whatever, we're going to make that rhythm 
different and we're going to look at rhythm a bit later. What I want to do now is just get a feel. So I don't want to complicate it and kind of write too much at this point. I just want to get a feel out so the rest of the song can flow from that. That's our beat. What chords can we put under this that's going to support that melody? Everything we're doing is just to support that melody. So I call chords harmony because harmony is just when two or more notes are played together. So when you've got that rhythm, that melody over top, the, har the chords underneath are really just providing harmony for that. So it's, it's, it helps me to think about, it kind of gets rid of the chord progression and they're locked into what chord progression is this. And, and if I can just think, what harmony am I, am I adding to make this melody sound amazing? So uh, you hear this a lot in modern pop where there's like a real rhythm and a melody, but when you go to play the chords, you're like, I can't really hear like a bunch of chords in there because it's just, it's just harmony. So we'll get, we're going to get in, uh, in part two, we're going to look at harmony and how to write harmony. For now, I just want to get something that gives me a bit of a feel and a bit of a theme for this song. Nope. The C sounds good in that section. So for this part, let's just do those, let's just do those two chords. We'll do G for the first half, C for the second half, and then we'll expand on expand on that later, but that will give us a, a kind of feel for the song, right? Nice enough. There's probably, you don't want to put too much rhythm in. Like I said, I tried to keep that really, really basic. That can be a much more intricate part. Um, or maybe not iterating it, but at least more interesting when we actually get to to writing out all those parts. But for now, what we've got is a theme of a song. So all I'm trying to do here is just come up with a little bit of feel. So now I'm like, okay, I kind of know where the, the song is going now. I can kind of hear it a little bit. So from here, we're going to write some more melody. So we've got like, is that a full chorus? Is that only half a chorus? If we can do that twice and then... I don't think finishing the chorus is necessarily good. I'd like to somehow bring it back up. So I think let's make this song, or let's try to see if we can come up with something anyway, which kind of gives it a hook at the end. So you've got your chorus and then like a, a kind of brighter hook at the end, which is a bit more like kind of desperate. So. I don't want to be the cause in the problem. I don't want to do the so from here. Something there, like something uh, which gives it some pop. Uh, woes, I don't know if woes are good. Maybe we can put some lyric over that later. La da 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 da. Will be a problem. Problem. That's kind of hooky, isn't it? That kind of works. Let's put that in. So what we're going to do, we can just jump quickly in here. I'm just going to copy and paste all this. This is the power of songwriting inside of DAW here. And then here, let's give our same 
beat. What we've got here is an eight bar chorus. And then we're going to do an eight bar hook. So we can just keep the same thing. We just need to put in this new melody that we just came up with there, if I can remember it. So I think that felt good after just four bars there. So we'll leave those in there because we'll try and write a verse off the back of that, right? So what we've got now is an eight bar chorus and a four bar hook. In part two, I'm going to go over structure. I'm going to show you how we can kind of take these parts we're writing and effectively spread them out into a song that kind of carries a, a really good structure. So for now, I'm just kind of chucking out parts. I've got a feel, I've got a theme of a song. I'm just, I've got a chorus million now hook. So I'm just going to chuck out another part. I'm going to put another, I'm going to try and jam out a verse melody here for the next part of the song. And then we're going to have a look at lyrics in part three. So this whole song will kind of come together, but this is how I kind of started off. It's all melody. So let's just jam, see if we can come up with something here. Try and bring it down. Keep that. I'm going to mute my chords so they don't define my melody here. Feeling like that needs like a one bar gap there to um, give us some space for the, for the end of that hook to kind of resonate a bit. Oh, into a pre. Okay, all right. Let's see if that works. We'll put our chords back on. So we've now got, if that works, we've got an eight bar verse melody as well. I like that. That's a good leads into a pre-chorus good. We can start to build some tension off of that. So let's see if we can quickly chuck in a pre-chorus melody here. I'm going to do the same thing. I'm going to leave on that kind of groove. Uh, even though I think it'll probably drop out there in the song would probably make more sense. I leave the chords off so I'm not defined by those. See if we can um, finish off that melody. It might have been a bit boring, but it may work. Do you try and beat that? Let's try and beat that. We'll, we'll leave it there. Make a different colour so that I know that it's okay. 
That will work as a melody. So we're thinking like, I like chucking these out quick while I'm in the vibe, not giving it too much thought and kind of committing quickly, knowing that I can change things later. So I'm not, I'm definitely not locked into those melodies, but they're a good sort of starting point to to get this song fleshed out and written. So we'll hear later, particularly when we go to do lyrics, sometimes there's, oh, it'll sound better if we just went to that note. Um, sometimes the, the lyric that you write needs a lift there or something. But we've got something, and I feel like it's easy to come up with these melodies once we've got a feel and a theme. So having that drum beat through it, knowing what the chords kind of do, uh, kind of helps just to you know turn those off and then write that next bit, kind of free write without the chords in there, uh, but still having that sort of feel. So that's that's the way I always write. What we've done is we've written three, we've written four melodies here. We've got a chorus, we've got a hook. We've got a verse and we've got a pre-chorus and I've kind of chucked all that in here. So what I like to do now is, remember I said a second ago, maybe I didn't get the pitch right. What I, what I like to do is convert that melody now to piano, to like to be able to play it because that kind of, for me, really defines the melody and we want to base our whole song around that melody. So defining that early makes it easier um, later on. It also means I can forget about any sort of lyrics I started singing there and not get those ingrained in me. Any sort of slurring notes I'll do will all kind of disappear. So when I go to put on a vocal later, I'll actually know the melody rather than just defaulting to what I've heard already a bunch of times. So I know I'm in the key of G, so I know like what notes I'm going to be able to use. I feel like it starts in the D. That melody goes over an octave, which is, which is cool. Like that's good songwriting to be able to um, you know, just not stay around those three, which is kind of safe. So there's, it's quite broad, which makes it dynamic later. So that's cool. Three, four. So this is where I love quantizing. I mean, quantizing means when you snap it to the beat, so it's perfectly in time. Again, when I go to sing it, I'm going to be able to put that human bit in it. But when I'm writing, I know exactly what the rhythm is. So when I get to writing rhythms and other things, uh, it's it's in time and again I'm not hearing it repetitively out of time and getting that ingrained in my head I'm getting the in time ingrained in my head it'll be much easier to perform later I'm not your problem I'm not your nice so that's our chorus and our hook again I'll just quickly tighten that onto the beat all right let's look at this verse dun, 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 dun. Wow, this is this is a interesting melody. I find it so helpful at this point to kind of what am I actually doing there? What am I? Which notes am I hitting? Uh, what rhythm am I trying to do it in? So it really just defines it. It's very interesting. It's a it's a worthwhile exercise early. So it sounds very stag like that. Did it? But when you add words to it, how do I want to be the one? What are they saying there? So we've just got the pre-chorus to go. Yeah. 
Now we've mapped out our four melodies. So we can almost delete this vocal line now and wait till we get some lyrics to put that on well. And that will kind of keep it all a bit cleaner. So just a couple of things to think of when we do a melody, just as we finish up this first part here is notice when I did the chorus, I'm using a nice sort of high bright part. And I've made sure that when I get to my verse, that's different. So if we have a look at the notes we're hitting here. So notice in the chorus here, B, D, E, we're around the three, five, six uh, sort of notes within the key. And then we dip right down here um, to the sixth, even in the other octave. But when we go to our verse, that changes to B, C, D, the G. So we're going down to the one. So three, five, six up in the chorus up here, and then around the one down to the six in the verse. So that means when we get back and the same with the pre-chorus, it's going to be um, around that same spot as well. It means when we get back to the chorus, we've got a natural lift. So we're not having to like slam it with a bunch of instruments to make it dynamic. Already our chorus has a natural dynamic lift and we've done that with our melody writing. The other thing we're doing really quickly is see how it comes in after the beat. So that's the downbeat there. So your chorus is just after the downbeat. And then when we get to our verse melody, that's the downbeat there. We can see we've brought that in before the downbeat. So just differentiating those goes a long way into making your song dynamic. You're not kind of using the same tricks every time you keep an interest. So we've come in after the downbeat for the chorus. So we, so on purpose, I've made that come in before the downbeat on the verse. So from here in part two, we are going to look at harmony. We're going to add it chords. So this pre-chorus part, we've got nothing and it, it does change a bit. So I'm going to show you how I write harmony for that. I reckon we can come up with better chords for both the verse and the chorus. So we'll do that together. I'm going to flesh out the rhythm a bit more. And then we're going to use these four parts that we wrote to make a structure. So we're almost there. We've nearly got a song already because we've written all the parts. Now we've just got to flesh those out, put them in the right spot and then chuck some lyrics on. So for part two and three, I haven't put that up on YouTube yet, but there's a link below that you can click and it's 100% free to get those other two. I'll send those to you in an email. So do that if you want to continue this journey with me. I think you should because it's the technique. Once we get to the end of it, you'll be like, it's not that hard to write a song. I can do that. So I definitely want you to journey with me. So link below will take you to that. So that's part one. So I'm going to email you with part two tomorrow. In the meantime, the reason I can't, I'm not just going to give you that now is because I want you to go and actually do what we've done here. I want you to pull up some software, get your guitar, your piano, however you write, and actually come up with a melody and a quick theme, a quick rhythm on it, a quick harmony. But really today, focus on that melody, get a feel for your song and kind of plot out some melodies. And then tomorrow, you'll be ready to go on with harmony, rhythm, and structure. So I'll see you there.